the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Wow, wow, wow. That's all I have to say today. You are going to have a blast with Pam Farrell. That's Pam Farrell. She is my special guest today. Welcome to the show, Pam. You are the best-selling author of Men Are Like Waffles and Women Are Like Spaghetti, and then many other books that have followed. So welcome to the show. Oh, so nice to be with you. I, like, love hanging out with you. We had just got to hang out together in person. How I fun know. was that? It was really great. I wish we had tons of time to do lots of other fun things, but this is how <laughs> life how life goes, isn't it? Uh, and you live exactly. all the way in sunny California on a boat. That's that's we very, do. very cool. I mean, it just doesn't get more hip and cool than that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just to make people feel better, it's foggy today on my uh, boat. So mm. don't have the sun, but mm. it's still pretty fun and pretty cool. Uh, sometimes I have to chase uh, sea lions off my stairs. But other than that, <laughs> it's all good. You're living the dream, Pam, living the dream. <laughs> and you're an empty nester, so you have uh, yeah. adult kids that have left the nest, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. How did you, t- why don't we go backward and start at the beginning. Tell us about your testimony, how you came to know the Lord and what all he's done in your life. Sure. So, okay. So I'm the firstborn daughter of an alcoholic dad. Um, I always thought that our family would make mm. the headlines, but not for a good reason. More like man shoots family than shoots himself. A lot of domestic violence in the home I grew up in, um, but my precious mom, wow. um, she had a best friend named Kathy, and she invited oh, my mom to church, like, come on, bring the kids, let's go to church, knowing that her marriage was a mess and the, hmm. that we kids needed some stability. So I walked into church as like a little seven-year-old, and my mom was so sweet. She, like, dressed us all up to the nines. Aww. You know, I had gloves and a hat and the whole thing. Cute. And we realized soon that Jesus takes us as we are. We don't have to have a hat and gloves. Um, but I walked in, and I just saw precious people that just knew how to love. And I knew I wanted to know the author of Love Jesus. Yes. And... Um, our, our pastor came in and he's like, okay, kids, who wants to learn more about Jesus? You can have a place on quiz team. And so I, um, I raised my hand. Yeah, it's just kind of 100 people. Quiz team's like American Idol. Yeah, I want a place on quiz team. So all we had to do was memorize Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And there I was, uh-huh. you know, sitting on my bed one night uh, reading Matthew, you know, 7. And I came across the verse ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock and the door will be opened unto you 
And I remember praying, Jesus, does this mean if I ask you into my life, you would be my best friend, my Savior, my Lord? That's beautiful. And um, just then, my dad was like in a riot mood, um, and my sweet mom taught me to talk him down. And um, I was scared for my brother and my sister, so I went and got them and tucked them into my bed and um, turned off the light and pushed a dresser in front of the door so mm. Dad couldn't get in and hurt us. And then I looked over on the bulletin board. There was glowing in the dark a little cross that I got for memorizing Psalms 23. Mm. And it, I, on it, it read, Jesus lives. And I remember praying, Jesus, the pastor's been telling me, you're stronger than anything, more powerful than anything, more powerful than death itself. And if you're all those things, which I believe that you are, please come into my life, be my best friend, my Savior, my Lord. And P.S. God, if you could work it out, I would really like to marry a pastor one day. Amen. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, Aww. you know the end of that story, right? I did <laughs> I love it. marry a pastor one day. Both of us did, right? Yes, from one pastor's wife to another, we have lots to talk about. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> oh, wow. God honored that, didn't he? He, at, he answered not only your prayer for protection in that moment, but for your future. He How did. beautiful. He did. And I was so grateful, like, that that Hansel family, uh, Kathy was my mom's friend, but she had three daughters, and my mom had three kids, and I was friends with Kelly. And uh, Kelly asked me soon after that moment, hey, Pam, did you have your quiet time? And I'm like, what's that? And she said, well, God wrote a love letter to us, and it's called the Bible. That's how God talks to us. And then we talk to God through prayer, and that's just like how you and I talk. And so I started reading my Bible and praying because my little, you know, eight-year-old friend, Kelly, told me all about how to have a daily devotion with God in her little kid language. And you know what? That was the strength. My dad's drinking got worse, mm. but Jesus's love got better and better and sweeter and sweeter and stronger and stronger through the years that came. Did you start reading your Bible? So you were, what, seven, eight? I was. I did wow. every day. Mm. I didn't, like, keep a journal and, and right away, uh, but I did have a diary. And it's really interesting. I found my diary mm. when we were moving and downsizing to move on to this boat. And there in my diary were a few entries that were so precious. Like one of them said, my dad drank all day today, so I baked chocolate chip cookies. I guess that's <laughs> the solution, right, when your life's in turmoil. And then on the day that I asked Christ into my life, it says, today I became a Christian. I'm so happy. And I bake chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so I guess either end of the spectrum to celebrate or to survive, chocolate chip cookies help. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies are the answer. <laughs> no, Jesus is the answer, but they, they are very comforting, aren't they? That sounds really good right yes. now. Uh, what but, a beautiful wow. testimony. What wow. a gift to find that journal mm -hmm. and read my beginning steps of faith. So it was like a little diary, and it was only a couple of lines every day. But if I found something that I loved about Jesus or the Bible, I would write it down. And so it's a treasure to me now to see those first steps. Oh, yes. And I think about the power of invitation, the power of 
that other mom that said, bring the kids. And then the power of all the wonderful people in the church that just showed love and grace. And, and then, you know, I mean, as a pastor's wife, you think about good job, Sunday school teachers, you have them memorizing the Bible and learning, you know, learning scriptures and doing Bible quiz. And wow. I mean, it, it is a powerful tool when all of that works together for a child. It's so important. It's a foundation. I I just think how precious those faithful Christians were in that little teeny tiny town um, and that little teeny tiny white church with the steeple. (laughs) Well, like that Sunday school, here is the church and here are Mm. the steeple. Open the door and see all the people hear them sing. It's a little bit like that. Um, It was a precious, like, they held vacation Bible school uh, soon after that, mm. and my mom volunteered to help, but my mom wasn't a Christian yet, but they were so wise. They're like, well, we really need a craft lady, and we hear that you are so creative, Afton. So they gave her all these children's lessons, and she got to make craft ideas for all of us to do, and then she listened to the gospel through the eyes of a child, and she came to Christ through Vacation Bible School that next year. So we kind of grew up together in our faith. That's so incredible. Well, Pam, we have about two minutes left. Tell tell us the rest of the journey. I mean, was it perfect from that moment on, or were there times in your life where you had to rededicate your life to Christ? Definitely was um, a good, solid start. We had a couple of years, and then we moved to a new community, and it was hard to find a good Bible church in my new community. And that community was one where uh, a cult dominated, um, like my school system and everything. So standing up for Jesus and my Christian faith as a new believer was a part of um, my early years. So that was good, you know, because Mm -hmm. I really had to get in the Bible and study so I could answer people's questions, even 10, 11, 12-year-olds. And then we moved to California, and everybody thought, oh, they're moving to California. That's where all the crazies live. But we actually found a good Bible church there, and I began to dig into the Word and grow in my faith. But um, I also thought that I was like, too cool for God. You know, I'm like a cheerleader, homecoming queen. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, and so I'm thinking I can do life on my own until one day my dad tried to commit suicide. Oh. And I actually was the one to pull, me and my brother pulled him down off the rafters in the garage. Mm. And we sat on him all night singing Amazing Grace over oh, and over my. and over again until the sun rose the next morning. You saved his life. You saved his life. Wow. Did your father ever come to Christ or not? He did, but oh, oh, wow. He waited till the very end of his life. Oh, Uh, but I'm glad. He kept telling us, I need to get my act together and then I'll come to Jesus. And I'm like, no, no. You love Billy Graham. Remember the song, (laughs) Just As I Am, Come Just As I Am. Dad, we don't, you know, take a shower or take a bath. Oh, that's so good. That's so great. (laughs) Pam Farrell, thanks for being with us today. And I hope that you will join us again on the next episode. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. It's a simply wonderful day. Spend some time in that Bible before you close out your day today. And I hope you'll join us at the next episode. If you want to learn more about the show, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. 
org. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.